1: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by Go NetSpeed,
2: your choice for crazy fast fiber internet.
3: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnan. He's one of the engineers at TAB. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out. Um, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. It's Small Business Saturday, so you're out there helping all the small businesses stay afloat after what our government did to them, uh, shutting them all down. And uh, So get out there and help them out, um, because we need to fix this fast, as we know. And... Uh, but as usual in customary, you're out there trying to figure out what's going on with technology. We're here to help you out, so get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. And let's start with some technology news, huh, Dennis? Well,
1: yeah, we have uh, we have a story about uh, scammers trying to uh, take advantage of the fact that everybody's into streaming now. Yes. Because they all got sent home yes. a year and a half ago or more. Mm-hmm. And they started, you know, binging binging on whatever they could watch. Yeah, I'm Uh, guilty, too. Yeah, so am I. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, they're taking advantage of that, and they are especially taking advantage of some popular series on Netflix, like Squid Game. Yes. And they're sending out these uh, spammy emails, Mm -hmm. um, trying to essentially get a hold of people's bank information right. as well as their Netflix credentials mm-hmm. so that they can do the same thing, get some financial information. Right. Um, this is a campaign that um, was reported on by, I th- uh, believe, ThreatPost, I got it from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kaspersky is the company that has been tracking this particular campaign. Right. Um, they've noticed that there are essentially two different prongs one is emails that are sent to people that they suspect have Netflix accounts mm-hmm. where you're asked to update your billing information sure and then people who they don't think have Netflix accounts and you're offered a promotion to sign up right or a it, second
3: season preview or of Squid Game. right
1: that seems to be a third little prong but yeah. there's uh, less of that activity but that one is yeah the uh, second season of, uh, Squid Game is available as a pre-release, and you can watch it here. Right, and yeah, click, click. You, now you're in trouble. you got to pay attention to that stuff, and you can't fall for it. Be real careful. <laughs> Easy said, right? Oh, it's true, but don't don't let uh, your love for a TV show Blind take you. over your common sense. <laughs> So that's Well, the, the problem is
3: common sense goes away when a little bit of Merlot gets involved. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so in other news, talk about common sense, Amazon India execs charged after sellers are allegedly using the site to smuggle marijuana. What? Yes. Ganja believe it? What? <laughs> Ganja believe it, according to uh, the folks over at the register. We'll put a link up there for you. The seller claimed to sell stevia leaves, or stevia, however you say it or play it. Uh, but shifted to, to uh, and actually shifted a ton of the wacky tobacchi. That's a lot of stevia. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and on November fourteenth, police alleged two men caught, caught possessing twenty kilograms of cannabis were using Amazon India to sell their products across state lines. Hmm. Um, so basically, they the vendors who registered as Amazon sellers advertised the product as sugar substitute. And started pumping it out. So this is the reason this is an important story, is because you you just can't trust what the heck's on Amazon. Right. And I've we've known this for a long time. I've talked about it for a long time. Um, Also, the prices are nuts there. You're not getting a better deal half the time. But the problem is, what are you buying on this place? I mean, when you look at like Walmart or or Target or what have you, they have purchasers that then buy the buy the products that they're going to put on their shelves. Rarely, you're not you're not going to find some sort of counterfeit garbage on the shelf of a of a big box store. Mm-hmm. And Amazon you have no idea who you're buying from. They're not vetting these people. They're able to sell a hundred and forty eight thousand dollars of marijuana on Jeff Bezos' digital bazaar as it's described. Huh. Um I mean this is this is a big problem and, and it's if they can't keep on top of this, you know, with some sort of better better policing of, you know, oh go ahead, sign up as a vendor, sell whatever the heck you want. Um it's crazy. I mean, who knows what you're buying, where you're getting it from, what's right. all? What's all? You talk about manufacturing uh, standards. You know, are they putting uh, substances on these things that are dangerous to us? Who knows what you're buying on Amazon these days? Is is it a counterfeit? You know, roll-on deodorant or is it the real thing? <laughs> well,
1: what's interesting to me is that whoever this is used Amazon India, right as their gateway rather than amazon us because right. maybe in the us amazon does have a some kind of vetting process and they're I trying know. to get around that by using amazon in some other country that maybe doesn't i don't know i'm just well, wondering right. why
3: and this is basically selling marijuana within india's narcotic oh know, it's within with india inside states. india oh yeah. okay i mean i'm sure All you right. could grow it in your backyard in india oh. i mean they've got the climate for it true um well heck now we can grow about five of them in our own basement these days so what is yeah. that? What, use a grow weight exactly <laughs> <laughs> so You know, it is what it is out there in the Amazon world. But the point is, what are they selling to you? You really need to vet where you're buying your stuff from. And it's not just Amazon. Amazon is is just a platform.
1: Um, And another big one for that is eBay. Yes. I mean, you really don't know where
3: you're getting stuff from eBay. No. So feel free to get online, guys. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC are the numbers. Let's get to more of your stories there. What else you want to bring up there?
1: Well, uh, yes. over a million WordPress websites were breached. Yes. Um, it seems that there was an operation that uh, invaded uh, WordPress sites on GoDaddy.
3: Yes, the managed... Quote, unquote, managed GoDaddy WordPress service. Right.
1: Where GoDaddy not only gives you the website, they also set up the WordPress software for
3: you. To do it correctly, theoretically. managed. Remember, managed in the quote.
1: Because to be (laughs) honest with you, setting up WordPress on your own is kind of a pain in the neck. I've actually done it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know. So it's really convenient if you have a business or something or a nonprofit and you want to get online quick and have it be in a WordPress site. So you go to GoDaddy and and you do it. And and they've got, right, because they've got it all packaged and scripted for you and they do it correctly. Quote, unquote. Theoretically. Yeah. But apparently not. Um, It (laughs) appears that this, this, uh, since the original story was released, yeah. it appears that um, hackers were in this in these sites longer than was originally reported. Many months, many months, not just a few weeks. Right, and this is a big deal. I, I'm sure it affected a lot of uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's doing e-commerce on a web WordPress site, which right. you can do, right. again with GoDaddy's packaged plugins yeah. for it, yeah. You know, all that financial information just got vacuumed up. Right.
3: Again, they they marketed it as a managed service because they are, quote unquote, the professionals. So they probably charged you more um, to have the service configured for you. Yes, because WordPress is open source software. Yeah. You don't pay anything. If you set it up yourself. Right. There is no cost. Yeah and you can make this mistake just as easily as GoDaddy did it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the point is, you know, you got to pay attention. Just because you're paying for a managed service from somebody, you need to you need to trust but verify, right? I mean, we picked up an account recently who thought they had a backup of their systems. They have been paying a managed service, a premium for years and years and years and years, hit with ransomware, and turns out well, they didn't have a backup. Oops. No. Yeah, the company met quarterly with them to review their system with their VCIO and You know, trust but verify. Do a test. Do a disaster recovery test of your system. Ask your managed service provider to show you that your system is actually being backed up. And show you that if they bring in a server and you do a restoration, you'll be able to operate. That'd be something you'd want to do. Just to know. Trust but verify. In other news, Munich. Uh, Basically, there's a uh, a town, Germany's uh, Schleswig-Holstein, they plan to switch 25,000 PCs to LibreOffice. Another German region tries to ditch, uh, basically, Microsoft. And this is happening all over the place. Uh, In this instance, it's the North German state of Schleswig-Holstein. Nice job. You're welcome. Uh, God bless you. (laughs) That is aiming to ditch proprietary code, including Microsoft Office, in favor of open source. So, again, they're tired of paying the monthly rental to be able to produce the bureaucratic paperwork uh, in Germany. um, And they're going to try to get rid of it uh, by the end of 2026. Of course, being bureaucracy it will take. Yeah, that long. it's
1: going to take five years. As a matter of fact, <laughs>
3: they're probably going to blow that deadline and stretch it out to 2028. So they did not. Com- they did not commit to a date to replace the entire Windows operating system, but of course, they're also looking at going to Linux as well, the operating well. Yeah, if
1: system. if your uh, productivity software is LibreOffice, you may
3: as well go to Linux. And you want to know what they actually cited as the reason for making this change? No, tell me. Windows 11. Hardware requirements are so so crazy. Well,
1: yeah, you've got to have that TPM 2.0, and it's got to be enabled, right? Because the companies that make the computers don't always enable it by default, right? So you have to be an expert. And turn that
3: on for yourself before yep. Windows 11 will work. Yep. So enjoy Microsoft's very overweighted software here. In Germany. <laughs> and Germany's like, you know what? Enough of this. And I can't blame them. Right? We're yeah. all we're all using Windows, and I think because of it, we're less secure. I mean, it's an easy big target if 90% of the systems are running um, Windows on PCs. That's now, true. Android and Chrome, bigger platform than that. Right. Uh, than Microsoft. So, big targets out there. Uh, we're all part of them. What can I say? Feel free to get online, guys. We have three lines open for you: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Now you're out there shopping small, going over to uh, Small Business Saturday. Please go shop locally. Get these guys back on their feet after the government shut them down. We'll be right back. All right, tis the season. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric,
1: and I'm Dennis,
3: and we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. And we have three lines wide open, so feel free to get online 966 WTIC five two two WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, also coming up at ten o five, hopefully if all goes well, uh, West Bryan will be here from IT Pro TV. And he'll talk to you about how to get trained up in IT, as we need more geeks desperately. We need you guys and gals, and uh, to step up, please. Uh, we need you now, yeah. please step yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> And even if you just want to <laughs> learn a little bit more about it uh, about tech, IT Pro TV can get you trained up so that you are better at whatever you do right. with your computer. Right. Uh, understanding tech, the technology is half the battle. It's, and they do a very good job. Yeah, they do, and it's always a
1: plus to know the technical aspects of what you do so it can apply even if you're not going
3: into the IT business. Exactly. So he'll be on at 1005 describing what they do. Let's go to uh, your calls. Joe in Stafford Springs first. Good morning, Joe. What's up?
4: Yes. Yeah. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm a ham radio operator and I load, uh, download and run numerous um, Windows programs on my mm-hmm. communication uh, gear. Um, I'm wondering, uh, I'm under the impression that uh, you cannot download and run Windows programs on Chromebooks. And uh, I'm wondering, what are the advantages and disadvantages of Chromebooks, other than the fact that uh, they're inexpensive?
3: Well, they can be expensive, too. So that, yeah. that may not be the only only thing. I mean, so believe it or not, Chromebooks can run apps. So mm-hmm. they can run the Windows apps that are available through 365. Um, they will do that. Right, but that's
1: because Microsoft provided a Chromebook version of that app. Right. As for other Windows apps, I don't know of a way to
3: make those run. No. And uh, there might be one somewhere, but I don't know. Yeah, and the issue also is even within the apps, some of them are not uh, optimized for Chromebooks, so they're more designed for mobile, and they mm-hmm. don't function as well on the Chrome operating system. I mean, I wish it would be not the case but it is the case um, so you're gonna find there's still a lot of work to be done to make sure they they run smoothly so and they're not less expensive I mean you unfortunately Chrome is a pretty um, process intense operating system and requires a lot of CPU to run well right it so does.
4: actually actually our uh, programs uh, in Windows for am ham radio communication um, very few of those are in app form right um, and you can also classify uh, Apple and Linux as uh, very practically uh, uh, non-existent for our type of programs so Windows actually is the uh, golden uh, uh, tool for
3: mm. uh,
4: ham radio uh, and downloading of Windows programs that now, are useful
3: now that if you think about it, believe it or not, I mean this is just me thinking about it, you know, ham radio, you guys are going to be the ones that are going to be operating when the Windows systems go down. Um, <laughs> should you consider not even putting anything important on a Windows box? Because, again, you're going to be communicating without the Windows system as some massive bug comes through and wipes them all out. <laughs> um, you know, it's going to be you and Stafford Springs saying, hello, is anybody out there? And you're not mm-hmm. going to be using your Windows computer to do it.
4: That's a very good point, Uh uh, what would be the best alternative,
2: uh, Chromebooks or
3: Apple uh, possibly?- I would tell you to get just work on the radio itself. Um, because if, again, you're in this business, I assume, the hobby because you enjoy speaking to people all over the world, right? Correct. And but the thing about HAM radio is it's been used often during catastrophes and disasters. Right. So you know Microsoft is a disaster waiting to happen. So mm-hmm. you should if you're interested in you know being there when well, we need you, Joe, because we're going to need you, um, you know, have that uh, have that ham radio with a crank or something, you know, train a hamster running a wheel. Uh, as we go back to the Stone Age, if something occurs massively, you're going to be the guy that we're going to go to. Uh-huh. Folks like you, um, I would tell you to figure out ways to not use a, a computer <laughs> to do your hobby. <laughs>
4: Yes, that's an excellent suggestion. Um, we can operate our radios without a computer uh, very okay. easily. Yeah. Uh, okay. Although many, many of the new ham radios are out there, the transceivers are all uh, software-defined radios. Oh. And they're getting a, yeah, they're getting away from analog. Uh, it used to be all analog, but now in the last uh, five years, they're all trending uh, gone practically to software-defined radios. But right. I think, <clears>
3: doesn't you know, that seem so, silly to you?
4: Excuse me.
3: Doesn't that seem a little risky to you?
4: Yes, it does. What You make a very good point there, and uh, that's why I still have my analog radios uh, for backup.
3: Yep. Well, good deal. So, I mean, I would tell you to figure out a way to get away from Windows so you can save our, our bacon, Joe, when, when the you know what hits the fan.
4: Thank you very much for your help. I appreciate it. All
3: right, Joe. Thanks very much for calling. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're also broadcasting live over at WTIC's Facebook page. You can check out Dennis and I and put a question in there, comment, anything you want. We're going to be there for you. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I am Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we have three lines open for you. I know it's Small Business Saturday and you're out there doing your thing, which is great. Um, feel free to get online, though, if you'd like to talk about computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Uh, usually the 9 o'clock hour is easier than the 10 o'clock hour. Um, but we're here to help you out if you'd like. And everything we've talked about been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And uh, Mike G. posts it live for you guys as we talk about it. So any of those articles we brought up, you're welcome to look at for yourself. Let's get on to your calls. We're going to go to Chris in Springfield first. What's happening, Chris? Chris, you there? Yes, hello. Oh, that's my fault. didn't push the button.
0: Oh, okay. Very <laughs> uh, Yes, I'm going to be your Neanderthal caller for today, but I'm calling about a um, 3G track phone that I've had for years. Yeah. And it's one of those flip phones. Um, it's. Um, serves me well. I only carry it in the car with me in case the car breaks down. Mm-hmm. I understand those are going to be phased out. Um, this phone is not connected to the web, and I don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I can get a 4G uh, or a replacement for this that will do um, serve a similar function.
3: The answer is yes, but your little caveat of not being connected to the web may not be there. Mm. Um, but otherwise, yes, you can go ahead and get a new track phone, a current track phone that will connect to the 4G slash 5G network. Because you're right, the 3G is being phased out. Yes. So, um, yeah, I would tell you to go to wherever you pick up picked up your track phone. I think Walmart sells them off the top of my head. I'm not sure for, exactly. I
0: got this is a gift years ago. But it's, I love it. It served me well. It did yeah. what I wanted it to do.
3: Right. But I do think uh, Internet connectivity is going to probably be a thing. Yeah. Um, that you probably can't avoid. I mean, you can turn off tracking, I suspect, in some way, shape, or form, but it's still going to have the normal cellular tower tracking that exists in all cell phones, unless you ha- haven't watched Dateline to figure that out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. That that does not please me. But um, okay. Uh, well, I guess you've answered what I wanted to know. All right, and Chris. I, and I thank you.
3: You're welcome. Yep. Yeah, bye now. All right. Bye bye. Go ahead, Dennis.
1: I was going to say, I was looking up on Track Phone's website. Oh. They no longer have any flip phones there. That's all smart. Type They're phones. all smartphones. Right. Every single one.
3: Yep. That's the way everything's going. If you can get a track phone that works like a smartphone. Let's go on to uh, our resident groupie, Danny. Morning, Danny. Hey, good morning. What's up?
5: Hey, listen, I'm thinking about getting a new tablet. I, I see there's a new Galaxy tablet. Is that right?
3: There is, but don't you have a new tablet?
5: you know what? It, the software on it is like uh, mod number six or whatever. It's so old. It's like, uh, you know, more mm. versions of software back.
1: Uh, yeah. Danny, Danny, yeah.
3: Danny, please. Update. Please. <laughs> you got to update that guy.
5: Well, I haven't even, you know, plugged it in.
3: He's got a new one, one that was newer than his mind. old one. <clears throat> yeah. I thought so. Yeah. I've kept track of Danny's uh, tablets in my head. He's got the tablet, the two I know of. Yeah. Right, and that's the same one I've had. So I have I have to replace mine too. But like, it still works so well. Um, <laughs> I just I just can't seem. You know,
5: I, I bought that I bought that new one. It was on sale, real cheap. Yeah. And uh, I just never set it up, and now it's obsolete. I mean, it's like four years old. So I don't know, yeah. I guess I'll use it for a mirror to shave or something.
3: There you go. Hey,
5: but no, I I thought that I saw thought about
3: a new S two or something. Yeah, there's a new. It's a Galaxy Seven, I think. I saw yeah, S seven. Yeah. Okay. So take a look at that. Hey, what do you think about the Teslas that are just smoking up like uh, fried, deep fried turkeys? Well,
5: oh. I mean, you know, <laughs> stuff happens, as they say.
3: <laughs> you know, it doesn't. That's not. That's not a good thing to say. I mean, we're seeing Teslas still run into emergency vehicles that are parked on the road that are yep. sitting there, and we're seeing the the thing. I just picture some guy coming to your home with his Tesla for Thanksgiving, and well, you didn't deep fry the turkey, but the Tesla battery just catches fire and burns your house down. I
5: know it's awful. And, I mean you know as much as i like elon musk i'm not a big fan of electric cars because they take more energy to charge them than they you know, i mean it's, it's the whole thing it's the dirty they i mean what are you going to do with all the old batteries it's a dirty mm-hmm. process to make the battery i'm not a fan of electric cars
3: well believe it or not uh the new the new build back better wants to give people uh money subsidies for buying electric bikes
5: yeah <laughs> electric and they're going bikes to do the electric bicycles buses too municipal yeah. buses and I, I think Kamala Harris and her husband is our family, somebody they own, you know, uh, part of the company that makes the batteries. But these yeah. are the buses that other company countries have taken, and they last about a year.
3: Oh, my gosh. Not good. But they're only
5: $500,000 apiece. Ooh. So Oof. that's not bad. Uh, hey, another thing. A mm. uh, a Canon printer. Yep. Uh, a Pix, PIXMA uh, seven seven 71050 or something. Uh, it's got the uh, eco tanks in it and stuff. Is that, they make decent printers, don't they?
3: Who Canon? Yeah. No, they make decent everything.
5: Okay, because yeah. we just we just bought one and we had to spend a uh, extra hundred fifty dollars so we could still have a fax line. So.
3: Wow, why'd you do that?
5: Well, they they have one model that was three fifty.
3: But, yeah, but you can do. Um... You don't need fax lines anymore. You can do something called e-faxing.
5: I know, but I don't like that. <laughs> so we still have the we still have DSL and we still have a fax line. Really? Dedicated wow. fax line and stuff. So
3: for but, for a guy who's so up on technology, yeah, you're yeah, still I, doing I know, it I old school.
5: I stay away from it. But we're finally going to be out of Hewlett Packard printer hell.
3: Yeah, I think you need to. I need you. I need you to actually record that squawk the fax makes when it, when the fax comes in. <laughs> For old times' sake, yeah, all right. put it on you your guys ring. Have a good Thanksgiving. Yes, we did. We survived. Oh, yeah, how how about you, Danny? Yeah, good. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 So yeah, I was looking. it It's fun- not funny. It's sad. I was you know looking at people deep frying their turkeys, right, and burning their porches down, their their garages down. And then I saw this Pennsylvania Tesla went up, and this, this another one went up in July. Uh, oh, yeah. It's not. It's not That's an uncommon great. thing, and and Elon's saying, "Well, we have new battery technology, and maybe these are the new ones, or they're not the new ones." But these these are still not not really perfected. I mean, I don't technically have to worry about my car and my garage just spontaneously catching fire. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think that happens with most gasoline cars. You can have a car fire, and Elon will say, "Well, you know, we have less Tesla fires and gasoline car fires." I'm not even sure that math makes any sense these days with all the fires that we're hearing. So I mean, they got to work on this and try to put out a battery fire. You can't. They, there's you not can, enough water. You can, yeah, I mean, those. That's really tough. You're gonna need PFAB foam to put those things out. Right. Um, so I mean, just be be aware of it. And if you don't believe me, you can look it up. It was something in the news recently. So we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Then at ten o five. We have Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV joining us, and he'll talk to you about how you can get trained up in IT and join the throngs of geeks out there. We need tons of you. We need. There's so many jobs out there in IT. You know, I know all your kids are going for physical therapy, but we really need <laughs> <laughs> IT people. <laughs> And those of you parents who know who you are, I mean, I can't bump into a parent whose kid isn't going into physical therapy. Um, but uh, we need more people to be going into IT. I want to hear your kid is going into IT and is going to be, you know, joining up with the FBI and doing some forensic uh, IT or joining up with co- uh, companies like us who are desperate to find you. Um, right. Because there's so many companies out there, accounting firms, financial firms, medical, dental, you name it who have no idea how their computers are working right um, and they're
1: they're more dependent on those computers than they ever were before right So it, it's more and more
3: and more necessary and the way to get trained up is more and more easy than it's ever been. Um, don't need to be afraid of it. Companies like IT Pro TV give it a nice, easy way to kind of understand technology and you can start right from the basics. You can start as if you've never turned on a computer before, and we have some customers that we believe never have. Um, <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. But you can learn how to be a geek, or at least understand better how the technology works. And IT Pro TV does it. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. line; four lines wide open for you. And I know you're shopping small, which is great. But get out there and give us a ring. Dennis and I are sitting here, pasty white computer geeks at your service. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till eleven o'clock, and then uh, at ten o'clock, West Brian will join us, and we'll talk about getting trained up in IT. And as I wait for your calls, or Ben and I wait for your calls, uh, I wanted to bring this up. You're not gonna, you Apple people are gonna hate this story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Omedia Consumer Mobile Security Scorecard: Pixel Six, yes, Google's Pixel Six garners, garners top score for smartphone security. Whoa. users see identity protection as most important issue. So I'll put the article out there for you guys to check out for yourselves. But of course, according across the board here, as far as uh, anti-phishing, anti-malware, security updates, hardware security, network security, identity protection, physical access control, lock, locate, lost track device, secured backups – Basically, the Pixel 6 got a 5.4, and the Apple 12 got a measly 4.0. Sorry, guys. Uh, It looks like you guys are getting behind. Um, According to this um, Omedia uh, consumer mobile security scorecard, I'll put this out there for you guys to review at your leisure. Um, However, of course, to be be forthcoming and truthful, it was commissioned and researched, was sponsored by... Google. Oh, of course it was. (laughs) So take it with a grain of salt. Right? Come on. Let's get back to your calls. We're going to join. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, Franklin in uh, in Marlboro. What's going on, Franklin? Yeah, hi. Okay. Oh.
2: Hey, hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure. Hey, uh, Eric and, uh, and Dennis. Last week I think I heard you say that if you have some other uh, security device that uh, Defenders is uh, – uh, sh- shut down. Now, yeah. when, when I when I get my uh, my bill from LifeLock, they they're saying that I'm uh, secured by uh, by Norton.
0: All right.
1: Yep.
2: So so that means my Defender is not working for me, if I understand correctly.
3: Generally speaking, it would be turned off. Yes.
1: Yes. Defender will step out of the way if you oh. have Norton running on the computer.
3: So is that good or bad?
1: It's good because you don't want two antiviruses running at the same time on the computer. Uh, because two antiviruses can create conflicts. Yeah. When you open up a file on the computer and two different antiviruses are trying to read it before you open it yeah, and yeah. they bump into each other and it makes the computer sluggish or it can even cause errors. Uh, okay, yeah, you okay. want only one antivirus at well, a time. Well,
2: in this case, I have no choice because I want LifeLock and they use uh, noise, so right. <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. Well,
3: I guess they're billing you for it, Franklin, but did you install it? Doesn't mean you installed it.
2: No, I didn't install it when, when I purchased LifeLock. Uh, they, you know, they say, "Hey, you're, you're you know you're protected by uh, Norton," and so I said, "Well, okay, that that's all right with me. Norton's pretty good."
3: Well, uh, only if it's loaded. Um, yeah, <laughs> in your lower right-hand corner. Well, you can go to your security settings. What's the easiest way for him to get there, Dennis?
1: Um, I believe go to the uh, Windows 10 settings, assuming you have Windows 10. Uh-huh. Uh, you just uh, tap the. Uh, the Windows Start menu button at the bottom left of the screen, and then you uh, click on the little cog wheel. Uh Uh-huh. And then you should be able to see, uh, let's see here. What does it look like? Uh, You should be able to type in there, uh, in the box, type security, and then it will get you to Windows Security Settings. Yeah. And in there, you'll have a list of all the different types of protections that are running on the computer. And you can tap on each one of those to see what it has to say about that particular category. Right.
3: So it should list. It should have oh, Norton loaded. Why am
2: I doing that? I, I don't know. I'm like a computer idiot. I guess you might call me.
3: No, no, <laughs> no.
2: no. I'm, I'm, I'm like 88 years old, and I'm not that good at this stuff. Believe me. <laughs>
3: I understand. It's okay. But,
2: uh, but does it really matter whether I have Norton or whether I have Defender? I mean, whatever, whatever it is, it is right.
3: Well, in the old days, we would have said yes. Yeah, but, I but, would say what about as of about
1: four months ago, we would have told you. something something.
3: different than what we're going to tell you right now yeah so to answer your question defender is actually coming in it's coming into its own took microsoft about a decade to get it to work really well um but it is actually a good uh antivirus product these days lately so you're you're right it doesn't matter these days as much as it used to yes Um, but you should know what you have running now i also noticed franklin that your 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 smoke detector needs to be the batteries need to be changed do you hear that you hear the little chirping? Yeah, we hear it. And if you may if you don't
2: I don't have the computer on.
3: No, you're We're smoke detector. Not talking detectors. about a computer. We're talking about your smoke detectors. I can hear a chirping in the background. And if you don't hear it, and maybe you can get someone in to help you change the batteries in the smoke detector because I can hear it chirping, which means it needs its battery changed.
2: Wh- where does the battery uh, wh- where do you think it's coming from? Your
3: smoke detectors. We can hear it from
2: I can Oh, have. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that that I got to do. I'm going to change a lot of them this weekend. Yeah.
3: All right, do that. I
2: almost put them in at the same time and then Sounds like I got a bunch of birds in the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. I, wanted make, I wanted to That's make sure how it's gonna work. At the same time, boy. It, it is fun, I'll tell you, boy. Yeah, you, you have never really experienced a fun time until yeah. There it is again. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. It's always fun to find yeah. which one it is.
2: So, so, if I'm protected with either one, not an all defender, and, yeah. and, and of course I don't want to get rid of LifeLock, So. I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good, right? I'm.
3: I'm you're I'm pretty in good. Decent it, shape, right? Well, uh, so if you're looking for some sort of a validation from us, you're not going to ever get it because you're never too uh, good. Okay, uh, <laughs> But have you have you configured OpenDNS on your network?
0: Uh-oh, I'm going to hear crickets. Uh, oh.
3: So if you haven't I done open I DNS... Don't, I don't have that because, you know, I'm afraid to put these things in because I might goof it all up. And uh, Fair enough. Do you have a 15-year-old kid? I mean, everything
2: is running so good. I don't open up any me- emails. I don't recognize. I, I just delete them. I, I don't open up. Yeah, that's smart. I don't open up those
3: things. That'll work. If you don't go on yeah. the Internet, you're safe, too. But if you have a 15-year-old kid in your friends and family you know, uh, sphere there... Uh, nobody uses
2: that computer except Franklin.
3: All right, Franklin. Well, okay. I would tell you to consider that at some point, but otherwise you're, we'll say you're pretty good. Okay. Go change those batteries. <laughs>
2: okay, yeah, I will, yeah. Actually, I like the music. <laughs>
3: wow, you're tasting like music.
2: Taste. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good All right. program. Love you guys.
3: bye All right, bye-bye, Franklin. Bye. Taste music. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Chirping, chirping smoke detectors. Those are fun to find, aren't they? Oh, that's just the best. <laughs> was, I'm considering getting a smart smoke detectors to oh. replace the old school ones I have. Like, you know, because th- they can actually tell you which one has got a problem. But then I think back to my, my smart dehumidifier, which yesterday <laughs> my smart dehumidifier asked if it could have access to all my photos and what? information on my phone. I'm thinking to myself, because it wants to put my profile picture on the app. So that I can see, I in the guy who is looking at what temp, what humidity level is in my basement. Uh, this is weird, man. My dehumidifier wants access to my pictures. I mean, I don't know if I'm, what kind of relationship I'm having with my dehumidifier, but it, it shouldn't you know location access so it could tell me, "Welcome home." I know I'm home. <laughs> and now it wants a profile picture so I could see myself as I looked. I don't know whichever picture I what, throw up there. What is this? The Hal dehumidifier. I don't know what's gonna ask that me next. That would creep me out, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's starting to. It's a great dehumidifier, I'll tell you. It works beautifully, but it's creeping me out. Um, so we're gonna be here till uh, eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Um, as we wait for your calls, I did want to. So I brought you that story saying how the Pixel Six garners the top scores for smartphone security. And in other news, Apple sues NSO Group for attacking iPhones with Pegasus spyware. So, Apple wants to block NSO Group from using any of its technologies. And uh, so, basically, this this software was utilized to have government, you know, I want to say it was Israeli governments or something to that effect, allowing them to actually remotely access the phone's microphone, camera, and other data on both iPhones and Androids, too. But, of course, Apple's... Apple's kind of hurt um, that yeah. this occurred. According to Apple's press release, it also is designed to be able to infect phones without requiring any action from the user and without leaving any trace. Now, how does that happen in such secure devices? I don't know. Wow. Um, I mean, really? Wow. Yeah. I'll put the link up here for you guys to read. But, the tech, again, when you think you're, you're secure, um, it's using something called forced entry. Um, it's a zero-click exploit. Yep, so yes, there's exp- exploits in your Apple device. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called forced entry, and they're seeking a permanent injunction to ban the NSA gr- NSO group from using any Apple software. So what was happening was this Israeli company was selling this technology to governments. A lot of them were going after journalists and, and folks uh, that were you know anti-government, whatever you want to call it, um, so that they could track these people and uh, do whatever the government's going to do to them. I'll put a link up here for you guys to understand. You know, they're not too happy about this. Apple is, and again, they had an exploit that was leveraged against iPhone users and Android users too, of course. Right. Um, so, I'll put a link up there for you. And Apple saying, "No more Apple products for NSO." That's their that's their approach. You can't have wow. any. Access. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, care.
1: the company the company is already selling software that breaks into phones. Correct. So you're gonna try to come up with some legal ruling that's going to prevent
3: them from doing that. Right. Good luck. Good luck, Apple. (sighs) Right. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Joe in Marlboro first. What's happening, Joe? Joe, you there?
4: Yeah. What's up? Oh, uh, the question is for fiber optics. Yeah. Do you think they'll ever uh, send fiber optics to uh, residential homes?
3: Do you think they're ever going to do that?
2: You think they're ever going to do that?
3: Yeah, they're doing it right now. GoNetSpeed is a competitor to uh, all the incumbent cable services and DSL services. They're doing it right now. Um, that's why they're a big sponsor of this program. Right, and
1: uh, Verizon, ha- well, they still have it, but they are not building it out anymore. Mm. It was called Fios, mm-hmm. and that went out to residential
3: uh, Right, and Google service. Fiber. Google Fiber was out for a decade Fiber's ago. were Fiber stop fight. They stopped fighting uh, all the incumbent Folks out there, all the difficulties to get on their polls, um, but now we're we're finally seeing that uh, the bureaucrats are hopefully letting these third parties get on the polls, so that we can have, have faster internet. So yeah, Joe, it's coming. What do you? What kind of internet do you have?
4: Uh, I guess I have uh, uh, what is it? The regular cable or whatever it comes in on.
3: Okay, so yeah, uh, you should check to see if net speeds in your area to see if you get an alternative option. Um, and if, it, if it's not there, say you want it, and you'll probably reduce your your cost for cable by or, or internet by half by going with Fiber. Yeah. So it's coming. Okay. I wasn't aware of all that. Well, that's why you're coming you here. You come here. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Bye. Bye-bye. That's why you came to the right place. Yeah. Uh, Fiber is coming down, and uh, there's plenty of competitors out there. Well, there's at least one more competitor out there now that you can actually get online that's actually doing something and spreading their network across Connecticut. And uh, they're in, I think I saw Pennsylvania and New York as well, but um, it's a complete competitor to the incumbents, which is sweet, which is just so nice. It's about time. You know? Let's go on to Paul in Southington. Oh, wait. We're going to, I'm coming up against a break here, Paul. So please hold on if you wouldn't mind. Uh, and then we're going to get to the news and then Wes Bryan will come on from IT Pro TV. So if you want to hold on, you can or you can call back after Wes Bryan comes on. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. And everything we've talked about so far has been posted live by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you like Tab computer systems on Facebook, or Meta, or whatever it's called these days, and Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, and you're not in Australia, the news may <laughs> get into your news feed. Only if all those criteria fit Meta's crazy you know, algorithm um, get a like tag computer. We're also broadcasting live over at WTIC's Facebook page. You can see Dennis and I in our mugs here in the studio, and you can say hi, post a comment, whatever you'd like. Let us know what's going on. Any questions? We'll do our best to answer them as well. We'll be right back.